sticking with 2020, sticking with streaming, we are doing Vivarium. Vivarium is a movie that came out, uh, it was a festival last year, but it came out, came out this year. It's directed by Lorcan Finnegan and stars Imogene Poots and Jesse Eisenberg, who are in uh, Nicole's fourth favorite movie from last year, uh, The Art of Self-Defense. And this is uh, one of many production studios uh, contributed to make this movie as well. Uh, anyone know anything about Vivarium going in? Uh, Nicole, start with you. No, I always relate everything that I know back to watching TikToks, and that <laughs> is where I saw this movie. Someone was talking about it and said it was really cool, so I was like, okay, <laughs> let's see if it's cool. <laughs> Alright, well, that's, that's that's TikTok for you. And uh, Jess, any, any knowledge? I don't even know what Vivarium means. Uh, don't either. I didn't look it up. I think it sounds uh, I... like, like, Viva means live, so it sounds like a p- place that you live, like a... Live-rium. A pod. Yeah, there's definitely some, uh, some of that. Uh, a young couple looking for the perfect home find themselves trapped in a mysterious labyrinth-like neighborhood of identical houses. Uh, yep, that's how we start. So if you haven't seen Vivarium, it's on Amazon Prime. It's, uh, a, labeled as a horror, mystery, sci-fi, comedy... Some of just some of all that, I guess. So if you uh, haven't seen it, we're going to spoil it now, like we always do. So go check it out on Amazon Prime if you have any interest. Uh, yeah, here we go. We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Film opens up on shots of uh, showing cuckoo birds. Cuckoo birds are the type of bird that kicks. Uh, Little, little, uh, other, they're, they're basically like parasitic birds that kick the eggs out of nests of regular birds. And then, uh, the mother birds, unbeknownst to them, raise the wrong type of bird. And that's what the credits open up on. And that's gonna come into play with the themes later on because we are quickly, yeah, you're realizing now that that's, uh, significant. Uh, cause we're introduced to Gemma and Tom. Gemma's a school teacher. Tom is like a, ha- a handyman for the school. Um, and they are, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, they are looking for their first house, and the next office that they're going to this day happens to be a place that takes you to, uh, a, like a planned community called Yonder. Uh, they are greeted by a very, um, um, odd, enthusiastic, odd, enthusiastic <laughs> odd, creepy man named Martin. Uh, he is the realtor, and he takes them to Yonder, which is this giant sea of green houses that all look identical, and all the yards are the same, and it just kind of stretches on for as far as the eye can see. Uh, they drops them off at house number nine, gives them a little tour. We see it's very... It's so plain, it's scary. Like, the, Nicole pointed out, the pictures on the walls are just pictures of the room. Like, the the picture above the bed is a picture of the bedroom. Uh, a lot of that kind of stuff. Not everything's empty, except the fridge has a champ- bottle of champagne and strawberries to, you know, celebrate that you're there, even though they're supposedly just looking. Uh, he shows them the backyard, then walks out and leaves, and uh, they don't notice at first. And then by the time they do notice, they realize he's gone. Try to get in their car and leave the neighborhood, but it's an endless labyrinth, and they drive around for hours. They can't get out, so they're stuck at house number nine. They try everything to get out. They jump over fences and just walk as straight as they can, always ending up at house number nine until they get to the point where Jesse Eisenberg can't take anymore. He burns the house, uh, only for it to reappear in the morning, and on the uh, on the street is a baby in a box. And uh, it says on the box to uh, raise the child and be released. And so the rest of the movie is them 
trapped in this place raising this unique child uh and and it's it's very miserable experience for the two of them Uh, so let's let's talk about that uh nicole what do you think of the plot of this i don't really know (laughs) if i'm being (laughs) honest um (laughs) it's an interesting plot for sure seems like it's taken inspiration from other things that i can't name off the top of my head but it doesn't seem like a completely brand new concept to me and i think that the something that contributes to that feeling is the the staging itself of the of this movie like it's very plain it's the the same scenes over and over again um there's not a lot to look at unless i'm missing clues but it's it's interesting for sure i don't like how the movie progresses in the sense that i took one of the key things here like i guess too literally and that is when they open the box with the baby in it in the beginning and it says raise the baby raise the child and you'll be released i didn't see another version of released other than them actually being able to move like get out of the town so i guess that's where i was kind of like disappointed i was like i really want them just to get out not to give away the ending no we're in but... spoilers they, uh, <laughs> uh, they they don't really get out they they uh, spoil which, uh, um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it was fine uh, i guess i was expecting a little bit more I'm, I'm interested to hear what you guys thought about it so we can start to bounce ideas off each other. But just as a blanket statement for the plot, um, I'm going to give it a 2.5. What do you got, Jess? Well, I want to say two things before I start talking about the movie. One, okay. did anyone think of the Timmy Turner episode where everyone's a gray blob when <laughs> <laughs> you started watching this? <laughs> I mean, I, now that you say it, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I get it. But no, no, when I was watching this, I did not think of the episode. Uh, for for those who don't know, Fairly Odd Parents, a Nickelodeon show. There is an episode where everyone turns into gray blobs, and it's all about everyone being the same. And uh, they're, you know, that's that's the theme of that specific episode. No, no, Jess, I did not think of the Timmy Turner episode, but that's that makes sense. Okay, to me. well. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of when I saw that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> they enter the neighborhood, and you're like, oh, it's, it's the Gray Blob Timmy Turner episode. <laughs> Second, I'm going to read the definition of a varium, and it's going to make a lot more sense. It is a noun. It is an enclosure, container, or structure adapted or prepared for keeping animals under semi-natural conditions for observation or study or as pets. That is very helpful, actually. I should have looked that up. Good job. Thank you. Actually, thank you for <laughs> contributing that. Because now that I have a whole big thing on this, and then that actually seals up my loose ends. So perfect. Cool. Okay, so um, I, I think I kind of agree with Nicole too. I'm struggling to decide whether I like it or not. There's it didn't progress as I thought as well. I think it was kind of slow moving um, for what it's worth. I'm disappointed on the character growth or like lack of character growth i thought it could have been way more Mm -hmm. dynamic but it was just kind of the same thing over again and just a lot of frustrations and not much changing i think that could have really been um condensed a bit we can talk about more of that later um a lot of things don't make sense which is fine but they don't really leave 
I mean, I guess we'll talk about ideas, but they don't. I think they could have added more details to make it more. Your mind can explore different options of, of what really happened. They have this one scene that's just really colorful, and I guess that's supposed to kind of make you think about what this is, what this represents, and stuff. But it wasn't enough. I think there should have been more clues to make each person think of like a different conclusion of what this really, what this experiment or whatever this is actually is but i think it definitely lacked that and um that's one thing i think that it should have had more of the plot um so i think i'm going to give it a three and that's being generous like i I could definitely side with nicole and do the two five as well you know what's funny about what you just said that it's that they needed more clues for us to have our own opinions on it they provided us with clues that led absolutely nowhere yeah, that's what I, think, I mean. Like, I just uh, yeah, feel I like think that they we needed can... to pick some stuff together, like put together some loose ends, at least a little bit. Like, I get open-ended movies or like different interpretations, but this didn't have enough. Yeah, I mean, it gave us like little things like um, the book and like the ch- the child itself. That I mean, he he wraps up a little bit more so than this random book that he brings back with all the, and the TV. And these these are, like, serious clues that could have been leading to something really cool. And I feel like they were totally just dismissed when we get to the end of, of when like, the reveal. I'll do my yeah, best to... We'll, we'll do some... We might do another Q&A kind of style like we did for... Uh, we uh, What was the other one we did the other week? Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. Because I, I, this is the second time I've seen this. So first time I saw this, I felt much the way you... I think you did more so, Jess. Maybe a little bit, Nicole. But... I, I couldn't decide if I liked this or not because I really like the first half hour, like, a lot. I really like everything to finding the kid. Like, from... from yeah, when the we setup get is, these, seems like it's going to be fun. It's a great setup. Yeah, I love I this setup. I love them trying to escape in the beginning. I love the catharsis of burning down the house and then they find this baby. I'm like, what the fuck? And, it's a, <laughs> and a, then if the movie had ended, like, right there and this were, like, a 27-minute short, I would probably... Like, if this were, like, a, some you know, Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, whatever kind of short episode, it'd be perfect, I think. Um, and then they got to try to make it a whole movie and it's just a... It becomes underbaked, um... And I think the big problem is, like, the introduction of the child when it becomes, like, a child-child is, I think, pretty interesting. I'm still on board. And then it does repeat a lot, which is part of the point and part of the problem. Uh, and by the time we get to the last half hour, our two lead characters, who we've had to follow this time, whole time, I mean, they're, you know, we're in spoilers. They're dying. Like, they are losing all their energy and thus... We are losing our energy watching them because they have to carry this because the only other character is this this choir boy alien man yeah so you you (laughs) don't really know what he is per se but he's you know he he talks like them sometimes and he has a screechy croak sound that he makes yeah he's got a protruding neck sore yes he has he has unique uh (laughs) different things that make him not so human um but I love the beginning and it it's it's a good it's a it's an okay middle and then by the time we're in the last this is only uh, what is this a 97 minute movie and I'm usually one of the more patient of our of our panel and uh, it even fe- it feels long to me so that's not a good 
thing. Um, so <laughs> I, 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 it's the second time, and I feel pretty similarly to how I watched the first time. Uh, I understand a little bit more of what they're going for and what the combination of the things are, so that helps when we get to resonance and feel. Uh, but I'm, I'm also at like a three. I'm, I think I'm with Jess right now on that. Um, the characters, this will be easy because there are f- four, I guess. Uh, there's the yeah. couple, Gemma and Tom. There's I mean, it's Martin. Kind of five, if you want to look at the age progression of the little demon. Yeah, and we get a couple of random like bits of other characters, but like very small. It's really Gemma and Tom, Martin, the man who sells them the place, <laughs> man in quotations, and then the boy, the boy as a child, a baby, the boy as a a boy, and then the boy when he becomes like a young adult. Uh, so these characters, what do you think of them, Jess? So I think the characters is where the movie is lacking the most because it's their like their lack of action that I think makes this movie so long. The whole time I was waiting for them to like you know have that fight because Tom was kind of drifting away, um, just really focused on digging the hole. And Gemma noticed their relationship was definitely getting estranged, but she just ignored it. And I'm like, there needs to be that fight. Gemma needs to be like, Tom, wake up! Like let's. We need to go through this together because there's no way a couple can get through being in that vivarium and not working together as a team. You're just mm-hmm. going to fall apart and every day is going to feel longer and longer, which is what exactly what happened. So I think if they, you know, had that conversation and the audience saw their conflict and like really engaged in like what they would do in their shoes, I think it would have made it so much more interesting. If they could have teamed up and been like, so are we going to kill this kid? Or are we going to, uh, like, try to figure out how to get out of here? Or, like, get the clues from the box and piece stuff together? Like, I wanted them to work on this, like, a puzzle and, like, have a relationship build off of it or even fight. Like, fighting would have been more interesting than them just being more distant. But, like, there was nothing, and that's what really killed it for me, I think. Individually, Tom, to me, just seemed like a stereotypical man. Like, his patience and his temperament <laughs> is just anything a man would do. <laughs> and Gemma, I'm I think she was dig just my like... hole. <laughs> yeah, and, and Gemma was just like a normal, just like, girl, I guess she wanted no conflict. She was fine. And let's see, the kid was just freaking, like, you, you can't explain the kid. It's just like a, a toy, basically. It's just there. Um, and then I guess the realtor is the same as the kid. Nothing really to, um, at least that we can easily analyze. But to me, like, this kind of fell apart with the uh, couple. So I'm going to give them two. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Nicole? I have, I have a, a couple feelings about this. As an actor, I, I do like Jesse Eisenberg a lot. But for some reason... Even though I like him, he sometimes falls really one note for me, which is the standoffish, selfish, uh, blasé guy. <laughs> and he definitely is that in this. And it it was not the right time for him to be that. I mean, I understand the context of the movie, but this movie needed something else so it didn't just fall so flat. We have such basic setting we have such basic communication with the characters uh that we need some some pizzazz like i'm sorry jesse but you need some pizzazz um (laughs) just but but then i'm laughing because i put myself and brennan in this predicament (laughs) and (laughs) brennan would act the same fucking way that tom did like that is brennan he would go do his thing and 
try to pass the time with a focus of, of this hole and it would be the same exact thing. I just know it. Um, so that made me, that made me laugh would a little bit. protect like, the kid when I tried to kill it? Cause I would try to kill that thing. Like I know you would <laughs> pretty, pretty That's why I'm like, like this I wouldn't exactly even let like it... how Brennan would act. But yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I would be afraid fa- that the kid died. That meant they were going to kill us. That'd be my well, that's exactly know, the problem. Ninety eight days v- in, I'm like, I'm out of break. When they when they jump cut to ninety eight days and the kid's like ten, I'm like, mm 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 no, no, we're not doing whatever this is. I'd ra- <laughs> I'm not I like we're, whatever they are trying to do. I'm not buying their game. We need to do something different here. Well, this, this is, is not where, <laughs> but this is where the movie completely just falls apart because it's obvious that they have a goal. The goal was given to them. This is what is angering me about this. The goal was given to them on the box. Raise the kid. So yeah, but these people aren't honest. Clearly, they dropped them off in the middle of nowhere and trapped them in a cul-de-sac. Why would you? Okay, t- why would have, you listen to have, those people? Because they have nothing left now except to do that. They have another person that they can interact with and get on their side if they're manipulative enough to do this, and and they can teach the kid. Instead, they're just screaming at him, and it's only making him angrier. And he's repeating back things that are making them angrier when when they call him a fucking disaster, and he screams that. Uh, no wonder they're getting mad because the kid is acting just how they are. They're being so stupid. I, I would raise the fucking kid like you're supposed to. And maybe they, they wouldn't be so aggravated that they can't do anything. They were given a task. The task should be completed. So that's where I'm... I, I would fucking teach the kid math. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I agree do with Nicole. Like, once the girls started playing mind games with the kids, they'd be like, okay, so pretend you saw today. That's more stuff that I wanted to see in the movie that didn't happen. You guys are yeah. right. Yeah. No, you guys are right. I've, I've, I've tried to empathize with their dis- they, the characters' decision-making, but if they were smarter, they would have tried more things and it would have been more more fun than just watching them mope around the whole time getting mad that he's screaming like teach him not to scream <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um so that's where the that's where this whole dynamic of these two individuals really falls flat because they are they're sucky people and they aren't following the prompt which i feel like would be very be- beneficial they don't know what's going on so you might as well just do what they say so that you're not getting punished like this anymore the the kid i want more out of him too like we get more at the end when when he is older and he kind of goes on his own path and we see where he ends up underneath the cement later on <laughs> um but mm-hmm. it's obvious that this kid has something happening which is the whole watching the the TV with the eerie picture and then this random book that he finds that's got all these little hieroglyphics in it. Like, this p- full chunk of clues has just been completely thrown away from the movie that would have made the kid cooler. It would have made the, the <laughs> interaction with the couple cooler. And it was, like, just so thrown away. And that was very disappointing. Huh. <sighs> God. Uh, I'm going to give, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a two for that too. Yeah. I think they did exactly what they were trying to do with the characters. And I go back to what I said about the plot. It's like, it's the, it's the, the repetitive and the staleness and the boringness is the points and the problem. It's what they're trying to do. And it's also what's making the movie less interesting as it goes. Um, because yeah, it'd be, would be way more interesting if they figured out, that's why the first half hour is fun. They're trying to do first, they're trying to get over the over the fences then they try to burn the house they're trying things to to try to test to see when we get out 
Then we cut to day 98 after they presumably tried a bunch of more things, but we don't watch them try things. We just cut to they've given up. And once they've given up, then they start, like, dying and losing their energy. And then once, literally when your main characters have no energy, then you, the audience has no energy to follow them. The kid... I like to hate him. Like, he's so loathsome. I hate this fucker. I hate him. I hate him so much. I hate him. I hate him from the, like, from the moment we, like, we see him get at the end of the bed. He does a screech. He, they flip him off. He flips them off. And then he starts doing his weird talky thing where he talks like them and mimics back. And I hate him all the way, all the way through. And no, I, every, I'm, I'm surprised it took him that long. It took He's like, we're just going to starve him. I'm like, starve him? You have a pickaxe. The, the decision is easy. Like, this thing is, we are done. Like, no. I, I Honestly, cannot. I also, sorry. I, I just also thought that, like, with that whole imitation thing he was doing, that could have went a different route. And he could have been trying to overtake her body and become her or something. Like, the way that he was talking just like her. Like, there was so many, like, I feel like missed opportunities to make it better. <laughs> it's hard because I, it's, I'm it's caught between grading them on what they tried to do and whether or not I like it. Because I think they nailed pretty close to what they tried to do. I just don't think I like it very much by the end. Uh, because at the end, we learn what the kid becomes, and we learn about the guy at the beginning and why he behaves the way he does. You just pointed out why it's called Vivarium, and then I pointed out the cuckoo bird thing at the end. All that matters, and all that ties together, and it makes sense for the actions of the characters and what the place is. It all makes sense, and it all works for, I think, what they're trying to do. It's just not. It's just a boring movie at a certain point, and it, it doesn't... Um, it doesn't. I don't know if it justifies what how it fizzles so i guess i'm a little i'm gonna be more generous with the characters because i think they nail what they're going for i just don't i don't know if i like that these are the people we have to follow so i uh, like a three f- i'm gonna give it a three no i'm gonna give it a three five that kid, I, no. no i am I, that kid is so terrible <laughs> that i have to give it a higher i hate that kid it, it's 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 hard to make something so oh he's so loathsome you just you, you, <clears throat> look at him just look at him he's horrible um <laughs> Visual and sound, uh, Nicole. It's it's hard, so hard to say because you think that there's not a lot to go off of, but I I will say that I find it impressive that they could create a movie that literally is in one single location and make it seem like it were in different places because it really does feel like that. We've got basically the house is a scene, the hole is a scene. And any of the, like, aerial shots, that is a, I don't, I'm sorry, not a scene, like a location. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the aerial shots are a location because it's basically a map. It's like an endless map. And just to have that, that perspective is pretty cool. Um, I think that they did a good job in just showing us how endless this is and, like, how hopeless this is. Um, it kind of reminded me of, like I said, like, under the dome where that's what the, where there are you can't get out right um so that was that was pretty cool i was so confused on the bullfrog neck croak thing i don't understand <laughs> that i don't know what the fuck that yeah. was about that'll, that'll make sense that'll make sense at the end when i when we talk when we do some, do some i doubt it but okay no it does we can try um and then i would i would i guess the only thing that they give us like opportunity to explore ourselves is why tom died from like this emphysema cough 
like it's gotta be either like this place is made on like cheap fake materials and he's like breathing in asbestos or dead body goo like i can't tell why he's (laughs) you know so sick so i mean that's the only thing that i really see that they leave out to our own interpretation of why he's dying or if he got poisoned who the hell knows it's just kind of bland all around for me though like i can't pinpoint anything that's really exciting Uh, it's just all average i can't give it anything other than an average score what did you get? It's a three. <laughs> <laughs> I was making sure. Uh, Jess? Yeah, I agree with Nicole. I think you can't really go higher than a three because it's lacking so much. Like like the plot, it's lacking the incite- excitement. Lack, like like the visuals, like you you could have so much more fun stuff. Like you have such a cool storyline. It's it's pretty unique. Like you could really go so many ways. You can have so many different visuals that go in the box so many different things to see and it's just you're seeing the same thing they do it well but you you just want to see more like there's so much more potential um i think they could have gotten some cool stuff in the box like to figure it out like every week or like the kid's throat like something like that that was a cool visual but they could have had more things like that or like when they went underground i mean that confused me the most but we needed more (laughs) stuff like that like, I would have loved to just... have even seen something like a one little solid, like one little sing- single flower perk up one day when they're having a good day, and then it's dead the next day when they're having a bad day, and it just like dictates the feeling of the of the day. Like something like that would be so much more fun to see. Yeah, exactly. Well, we, or like we... one day, like the the clouds will fuck with them and have like a giraffe shaped cloud, yeah, and then every yeah, other day it would be sure. normal. Just like just something else, something new because. It is a very plain setting, but we just get so bored of it. You need something else to keep the movie alive, which is, I think every category or rating is the same explanation we're saying. It's just lacking so much. Um, so I'm, I'm also going to give it a three. First, first of all, no one, no one said anything sound-wise. I like the sound. Uh, that, like, toning bell, that do. Doom, I don't even hear any of that. Doom. I was gonna point it out so you would remember it, but like, it, well, because we just watched it a second ago. It, it's like it's like a droning on and on, which again, everything. The, it's almost the same for every category. They they did it the way they wanted to, and we and it's not working because it's because it's just it doesn't. It's 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 a boring thing to to do by the end. The point is, isn't this life boring and horrible and this child horrible and. Yes, it is. They did um, themselves. <laughs> but but there there's things that that tie up and stuff. Like when they go under under the ground or not under the ground. They they go under like the bendy part of the thing and either she's sinking into other houses and stuff. I guess we I could just talk about like some of the stuff, like some of like well, the that, stuff that the, was, the meaning stuff. I, I did appreciate that they showed her like falling through these other people's houses and they all are just living in despair. Um, but it doesn't yeah, make sense all... why but it doesn't make sense why none of them are ever outside either. That's so... the Alice in Wonderland scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kinda Nicole said uh what Stranger Things upside it's down. It's totally like, a Stranger oh. Things ripoff. That's an e- it's an easy easy comparison. It's the upside down. It's the same. <laughs> I'll give I'll give it a three two because I don't think it's spectacular looking in the visuals, but I, I did want to give the, the the sound the sound gave this ho- hopeless despair sound that uh, fits the movie tone and it's just, uh, doesn't. They could have did something. Another thing, I just like to pick out what they could have done. It would have been better, like when she's screaming and it's echoing. 
I for sure. I even said this. I said, I wonder if it's the the kid yelling back with that accent that he picked up from her. Like that would be cool if it was him returning the scream back, like with the echo, um, to show where he really is hiding when he's walking away or something. They even fucking do that. <laughs> so I'll talk about the end, but really I'm gonna talk about. I, I looked up stuff on like what the director was go and the writer teaming up going for and what this was all based off of. So they originally had a short film about a. Uh, a uh, couple that gets stuck in a haunted house at a uh, un- like an abandoned cul-de-sac. I guess this is an Irish team, and uh, there in the early two thousands, a bunch of like pop-up uh, cul-de-sac-y towns that kind of look like this started, and no one bought them because we hit recession. So there's just a bunch of empty ghost towns, and so they stay in a haunted house like that. And then around the same time they were making this short, they were watching this documentary on cuckoo birds, which is extremely important to this whole plot, and something I didn't realize the first time, even though they show them right at the beginning, if you don't know to look for it, and it doesn't hang with you. Um, Cuckoo birds are a parasitic bird, and what they do is the mother of a cuckoo bird will come and lay their egg in an already created and developed nest. That baby will birth faster than the other children, and as an infant, kicks the eggs out of the nest. We see that in the beginning. Then the mother of the of the dead, knocked-out eggs returns and raises the cuckoo barrow, who grows really quickly. They grow really rapidly. So obviously, if I'm telling you this, the kid is the cuckoo barrow kid. And the, the, the weird guy who sold them the houses is, like, the parent of them. We need we need this other species to raise ours, and they grow fast, and they're kind of like us, but they're not. They make a screeching sound. If you see ever, like, I watched like a four minute clip of kookaburros, and they make this horrifying screeching are sound. Are you saying kookaburra or a cuckoo bird? Those are two different things. What am I saying? You're saying both. <laughs> I, I mean a cuckoo. I mean, <laughs> sorry, I mean a cuckoo bird. A cuckoo. A cuckoo. Yes. <laughs> You're fucking cuckoo. Okay. Cuckoos, the bird. I, I, if I'm saying something else, I don't mean I don't. You said I, kookaburra, which is not the same. I just wanted to make sure. Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. Yeah, that's. <laughs> what's a kookaburra? The They're Australian, but they said something about Australia. Do they mean kookaburra? <laughs> are they the same? Are they the same thing? No, no, one's a marsupial. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, it's not the marsupial. It's the bird. <laughs> anyway, the bird makes the bird the, the bird children make horrifying screeching sounds. They puff their chests out, and it looks like these giant bulbous egg sac things. Uh... The kid. So uh, the the creatures are kookaburro. <laughs> Fuck! I'm still doing it. They're the birds. Kook. <laughs> the the they're a- they're alien cuckoo birds, and they created vivarium as like a giant, like Jess said at the beginning, an incubator. Uh, fake world to raise their young in and the young imitate humans and then they go out and find more humans to raise more of them and they breed like that because they're parasites and that's what they do um so that's why they go and become realtors and uh they're not really even human we see at the end when the one dies he just folds them up and puts them in her drawer like they're very light they're compact they're not built the same as we are even though they look like us they're really some screechy alien thing and that's why when she goes under the streets, she's going in all the other houses. Those are all the other simulations that are being run. They navigate it differently than us. And that's why we can't get out when we're put in because it's a cage too complex for our dumb human brains. Only the cuckoo bird people's abilities can navigate them. That's what the director is going for. Uh, and that's that's what 
So that that's where every every all the questions. Right. Nobody kinda could all put that to. together unless they were a cuckoo bird naturalist. <laughs> well, if you if cuckoo you know bird cu- truthers. <laughs> if you if you made it just the beginning when the girl little girl is like why did they not why did they knock the little babies out she's like it's a cuckoo bird and they knock the babies out and they take over their nests why don't they build their own nests they can't they don't do that that's just the way nature is she's like i don't like the way nature is you have to pay attention to that intro and that exact thing and keep it in mind for the whole thing as, as a running uh, theme well yeah they didn't do that so i that's what they're going that was for. a big stretch if i would have even thought that I mean, I guess it makes sense, but when you're so far in the movie, you only think about them in the wor- in the real world. You hardly think about the beginning where they were in the actual world. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole thing. Is like if like I'm fine with all those with that th- those themes and those themes obviously tie into like just the suburbia being trapped and like you know young people's fear of. Uh, of you know being just like their parents or being stuck doing the same routine. I mean, all that stuff's there too, but that's like the the bridging pieces that make up the actual bones of the plot. I don't even know. How I mean, really maybe if happens. they maybe. had like cuckoo birds in the real world, you could maybe like link that together. Because like, oh yeah, I saw that in the beginning. Oh, you mean in the fake world that they? Sorry, create? sorry. Yeah, in the in the vivarium, if they had like cuckoo birds living in the tree or something. And we see a couple, We other than the sun and the clouds always being identical, and we see, you know, like, when the grass first shows the hole, it, like, he throws the little cigarette button and, like, parts ways, like, the grass, like, goes real quick, and then at the end, when he patches the hole up, it, the, the grass just, like, like regenerates over it, like, almost like a simulation, like, not even, like, a real thing, so they make it known that it's not a real place that they're really in, other than just, like, the artificialness and all that. Um, so not really talk no... about really... There's no reason for like for that why the cigarette, you know, like killed the grass really fast. That's just something weird. No, they just well, if if when he's digging, he finds the next body. Really, they wanted him to dig the hole to try to get out. So he's basically digging the grave for both of them, so it would be easy to dispose of them when he, they were done. What about when they um when he finds that yellow clay in the dirt? The yellow clay is just it's part of the intrigue like he wants to see what on the bottom because it's not regular dirt it's it's some sort of weird artificial turf thing and so he thinks if he gets to the bottom of it he'll he'll maybe find a way out and they keep him strung along with the he hears the underground screeching and he keeps thinking he's getting closer uh all the while he's him and the and uh the the girl are getting sicker and I think that I think that's just being in this environment is killing them. I they're not clear about that part. That's the one thing I don't I don't know exactly to pinpoint. But they provide all the food. They're creating the environment, so I'm sure it's not good for them to be in it. Um, but anyway, they die, and the the kid grows up to uh, take over for the other guy because the other guy dies um, in his chair, and he folds him up, puts him in a drawer, and then he's gonna help the next people because they're they're the parasite cuckoo bird alien people. Jess, what's your reason to feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, now that you explained it all, I think it was less than what it was before. Because now I'm frustrated with how this, <laughs> like, how like, you oh, really that's what have they to were doing? this together. <laughs> like, yeah, unless I knew a lot about cuckoo birds, I would, even if I did, like, just had that knowledge in me, I don't think I still would have made that metaphor about how this place is, like, the world of cuckoo birds. So, 
that makes this rating less because I'm like not feeling this at all. I'm not going to resonate with it. I wish it was something I could actually be like, oh, okay, like you connected to that. That makes sense. And I'm like, no, that's kind of bullshit. Um, I'm giving <laughs> this a two. It's cool. <laughs> um, I I appreciate the way that they wrote this. That they, I don't know. I, I the fascination is strong for you to write a whole movie based on this bird but i can i can see the the crossover of that and how people feel about modern day uh suburbia and you know keeping up with the joneses type of thing so that's all fine and good but i think that the unfortunate thing that happened in this movie is as we've stated when we see our main characters deteriorate and slow down and become dying like the audience is doing the same thing because there's just no intrigue left for me to want to know what's going on with these people. I just want them to die because they're annoying me. Like I don't, I didn't want to follow the iceberg does take a very long time to die when they're, when he's laying on the, at one point you think he dies and then he starts another monologue. You're like, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, And it's just, I'm, I will, I'm curious if every person in this place ends up at house number nine and has a cigarette that somehow releases some of the grass particles so that he can dig a hole and find there is something i like about the cigarette though is that every time he lights the cigarette he only has those little stubs and they don't say it but i'm pretty sure it's because when they drop off the first box they give them all the goods they need like food and like toiletries and he throws that one cigarette on the ground and he's not finished and all that's left when they get back is like the very end and the butt because it goes out on its own. So I think they think that that's what he smokes. It's just that one little nub. So they keep giving him little nub cigarettes and that's all he has to smoke. That's like one thing I didn't notice the first time this time around. I'm like, he's always smoking just a one little like nub of a cigarette. That must be all they're providing him. I thought that was something. That wasn't even the question I had, but that's fine. You can enjoy that. Um, <laughs> well, you I mentioned the cigarette. I didn't know when else I was going <laughs> to bring it up. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know if everyone yeah, else flicks very, it on that part of the grass. Clever. I'm sure they reveal it some other way. Very clever. No, I want to know how there's another b- body down there, and someone else must have dug a hole that deep at some point, trying to find the center of the earth or whatever the hell he's doing. That's got to be the only reason that there's a body down there. He saw a body bag. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's dumb. Um, I. <laughs> I don't really like this. I'm not really a fan of it. I thought it was kind of lame. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a two point five. It tries to do a lot of things, which I usually give movies credit for, but it also chooses to try a lot of things in a really boring way, which is not cool. It's because it's got the cuckoo bird. It's a sci-fi thing with aliens. There's the there's the mundane uh, repetitiveness of suburban life. Uh, there's even like, uh, there's a, there's like an unplanned pregnancy kind of thing and like child abuse stuff. It's all, but it's not very, none of it. Like it's a lot of stuff and it's all done. Like, and like all those things together, like it can still be a sloppy mess, but it can be entertaining with all those things, but they choose to just make what make you watch these people really slowly die. And Jesse Eisenberg slowly digs a hole and Imogene Poots walks around the neighborhood confused and it's, 
it's a lot of that. It's way too much of that, and it really slows down. I love the first half hour of this, and then I like another 10 to 15 minutes, and then I, with every passing minute, I like it less until it ends, which is a shame. I, first time I watched this, I wasn't sure if I liked it, but going back a second time felt pretty much the same as I did the first time, so that doesn't help. That said, I do remember some stuff from this, so I'll give it like a, I'll give it a three for essence of feel. It's not, it's not an unsticky movie, but it's, uh, I don't think it's a good one, and I don't think it's a, I don't think it really nails what it's going. For. I, don't, I think it nails what it's going for, and I don't like what it's chosen, choosing to. I don't like what it's chose to be. Choosing. I don't like what it's choosing. I don't like the cu- the cuckoo. You bro. don't like the nails it's choosing to nail it for. <laughs> yeah, it's just. You know, another thing that we've that we've noticed in the beginning, there's like 300 production companies that put their something into this. Yeah, a lot of people. Did made you notice this. all those beginning credits, Jess? Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. Like That's the only thing 50... I don't notice in, in movies are the credits. There was there had to be like 20. Just like purposely <laughs> plugs off until something comes on the screen, and the second it goes off, she turns it off before even like the direct. It says directed by. I know like, she missed the best. She part has of the not last a single one. second more for for any any of this stuff. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, no, there was a lot of production companies involved in making this. That's that's the end. We're at the end. Uh, Nicole, are you recommending Vivarium? No, there's Betty. Betty, there's better Jesse Eisenberg movies. Jess, it's. I'm glad we talked about this because, like, going into it, I honestly didn't know where I was gonna go with this. Because I remember saying, like, I, I can't. I don't know if I like it or not. Now that we fully thoroughly talked it over i can officially say no i don't but <laughs> it did it did take some convince like to talk to you with you guys and see what you guys thought to really yeah. make my decision firm yeah i wasn't even i wasn't even sure where i was gonna go with it because both times watching this i end like because i like i really do like the beginning i wish you like watch the it first just has 27 so much potential so you want to like it It does yeah you want and it's, it, you want to like it and like the first 27 minutes i think on its own you end it when they get the baby, and then it cuts, and it cuts right there. This would be an awesome Black Mirror episode. That'd be a great. No, tw- they probably already have one like it, and they just ripped off it. But it would definitely probably have be a better, better as like a or a Twilight yeah. Zone kind of thing. The first twenty-seven minutes, I recommend, and, and then literally turn it off because it doesn't get better, <laughs> and it's way more satisfying. Um, so I guess that's not really a recommend because twenty-seven minutes isn't even half the movie. So no, I I don't recommend it. Um, but watch the first twenty-seven minutes. So it's it's really three not recommends for Vivarium. It uh, it gave it it gave some effort. It probably did what it was trying to do. And we, I don't, C I don't student like it. C work. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't like your your goals here, Mister Finnegan. I'm sorry. Maybe maybe next time you got you got some ideas, but try anything more interesting. Uh, that will, How yeah. about a movie about actual cuckoo birds? <laughs> doing this that could be could be more interesting you never know uh, Bavarium is wrapped up we are going to stick with 2020 stuff uh, but the next episode we are entering October now which means it is a ho- it's time for host pick it's back Ooh. up to oh, me no. and that's what you guys always say like oh no it's my host pick even though I, the last one people liked it except for you Nicole. Nicole Nicole still didn't like my last host pick but everyone else did um, but this time we are doing another documentary we did a documentary last time that was nicole's pick we were doing a netflix documentary a 2020 netflix documentary so we're sticking i'm trying to keep it current uh you both will be watching and i already told mama case and she's wanted to get a head start on watching on netflix only 85 minutes my octopus teacher 
My octopus teacher. I recommend neither of you look anything up about it. Do not look it up at all because it will ruin things. Anybody who knows what this is is laughing at us, I bet, right now. I don't think they're. La- I I think they are. They're about to enjoy, have a real nice experience. What I think they're about to have. So my octopus gonna, teacher. Wait, I, do you think? Are you like torturing us, or is for your own fun, or do you no. think that? No, I don't oh, torture okay. you. You guys always think I'm trying to torture, torture you. I'm not torturing you for. <laughs> I was actually stuck between two, and the other one would have. Would have been fun to talk about, but it would have been a little torturey. This is not torturey. This will not be homework. I think okay. everyone will find things to enjoy about my octopus teacher. I, I thought hope. you were gonna. I thought you were gonna hit us with the uh, new Paris Hilton documentary. There's a new Paris Hilton documentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, you know, you get another host pick, maybe another month. But uh, my octopus teacher on Netflix. If anyone wants to get a head start on watch that, that'll be the next episode. Uh, Until then, keep recommending stuff. We're going to try to get back in the theaters a little bit in October, November. A lot of stuff got delayed. So as it comes out, we'll get to it. Film is with the woman in my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore podhost. We got a horror tournament going on now that we're entering October. Let's go check that out. Blumhouse Horror Tournament on my Instagram. Uh, whatever, Twitter at filmswomenpod uh, email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail.com and we're on YouTube films with the women in my life alright thank you guys for doing Vivarium yeah. that was a stimulating conversation alright <laughs> right, I'll see you guys for my octopus teacher until next time this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies thanks for listening to films with the women in my life If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.